0: Some of us might call on other things, but he's wanting you to call on him. In the trials, especially, in the storms, especially, even when the birds are singing outside, no matter what part of your life, he wants you to call on him. Sometimes we call on other things through complaining. Or speaking to the problem of things, without calling on Him as He's waiting for you. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. Can we sing that chorus one more time with no instruments? Just call. Thank you. Call on My Name. Thank you. Please. Oh, thank you, Father. And I will call. after we call on your name father god let us learn to rest through your grace thank you father for everything you're doing and will continue to do in our lives holy spirit you're always welcome in this place in jesus name amen Amen. thank you thank you thank you just keep an atmosphere well good morning church I'm leaving. Have a nice day. No, no I haven't. I have Thanks. Pastor John and Miss Anita are back. Verda gave that up earlier. That's all right. Yeah. Thank you, worship team. All right. We have another exciting Sunday ahead of us. I was just thinking doing the dishes this morning, I was, I didn't, my wife lets me do them, um, when I turned the water on this morning to do them, it sounds simple, but I was thankful that it came out, <laughs> granted no matter where you live, it can be like gold coming out because it's expensive, but, but just being thankful for the simple things in life, right? I mean, there are people that to do their dishes or dishes, whatever plural or singular, you know, they have to go to a river, things like that. We have to be so grateful and thankful of what God has blessed us with, right? What he's blessed us with. Even if you don't have a dishwasher. For many years, I was the dishwasher, right? Yeah, we did get one eventually, but but just being thankful for everything he's done for us. Uh, Just a few follow-up announcements. Uh, So small groups. Uh, All right. Uh, Every small group except Art of Parenting starts this Wednesday. Art of Parenting starts two weeks from Wednesday. But here is a wonderful problem to announce. We've got them all closed except the Art of Parenting because we're full. That's a good problem. We've never had that before. So the Art of Parenting is still open. If you are a parent, we would encourage you... Um, we're not asking for perfect parents to come into that group, because <laughs> it will be an empty group. So, but that is a group that is still open. Everything else is closed. We're looking excited for that. Pastor John's got in his steps. Uh, Pastor Mike and Miss uh, Maria, who are in California actually visiting some family this week. So keep them in prayer that they have a rich time. Uh, they are teaching the art of parenting, and uh, David Coyne is doing the book of Revelation. And who did I Oh, Pastor Ray and Miss Angela are doing the art of marriage. So there's a well-rounded group there, so. All right. I do need to answer. Well, first of all, some of you are smelling like smoke today, and that's a good thing, right? See, if you were here last night, you would get the joke, right? Smell like you burned some ships throughout the week, hopefully. All right. That's okay to smell like smoke if you did that. Uh, the other thing I needed to explain, uh, well, I don't need to, uh, but a few people asked me that when I talked about my interests growing up, uh, I had mentioned Santa Claus was one of them. All right. Well, I guess I should explain a little bit. I didn't want to be like a Macy's Santa Claus or something like that, but at a yet... See, I can verify. I got parents in the house to validate this. So I did a few times during Christmas time. okay, I would... I would take my bathrobe, fully dressed, bathrobe, and a hat and a fake beard. I was only, well, like 12 or 13 or 14. And I would go around the neighborhood and just give gifts out. So, yeah, yeah. It got too cold. It didn't last too long, so don't feel bad for me. But I did it a few times, and that was it. So that was Santa Claus. I didn't want to make a career out of it. Please, please. So the title, we're going to jump right in because we've got a few things that we're doing today. The title of the message, message is, We Belong. Yay, amen, all right. All right. The big idea for today, we are created to belong to something that is bigger than ourselves. God is the who, and we are the who's, designed to fully glorify him as sons and daughters together. We belong. It all started in the Garden of Eden. We know the story if you've been around long enough. Uh, God basically said, Adam, it's not good to be Alone. alone, right? And that has still been echoing throughout the centuries. We live to honor our creator and help answer that statement. Not so much a husband and wife alone, although those are pinnacles in our lives and can be, but they're not paramount, because we're talking today about our relationship with our Creator. But we do it together with those around us. We are designed to commune with each other with a focal on God as well. Hence the word that some of you are still having fun with, community. All right? Community. We were made in His image in Genesis. If I may if I have an image it's meant for me to have somebody see that image somebody else right meaning we're not meant to be alone not meant to be alone whether you have had great experiences or not so great experience with people all right we are still all called especially as christians into a community and we would hope I say this carefully that we don't let our experiences with people <coughs> deter our relationship with God. Amen. That tests your maturity. Right. I'm not saying it 's easy, right. but it tests your maturity. Because you know what we 're called into community with imperfect people. Right. Okay. Family of God is a design because of the work on the cross from Christ. So we are the family of God. Globally, locally, down the street, wherever other believers and Christ' followers, they are part of the family of God. So I'm building a, a working definition here today. But a community is what we do. Let me better articulate that, because there's still... Our passion should grow between us, because we are the family of God. But our purpose comes from our church community that we're a part of. You see, if I have to continue to re-evangelize who we are, do we risk never doing what we're called to do? So we can, please, we can have church, which is great, but let's also be the church, which is the other half of that. Amen. Especially in these times where God is calling us. So the purpose of a Christ follower is to be in community. That Christ follower will find value, but also bring value too. Yes, that's
1: right.
0: We're going to step on a, a toe or two. Uh, the, the first the, the new testament oh, can you put up acts two forty four? this is where the first sign of community began to grow and the church began to grow the holy spirit just fell on the upper room right we know this well and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had amen <laughs> keep going They sold okay they sold their properties and possessions and shared their money in those in need. Wow. Keep going. They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. All the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people and each day The Lord added their fellowship, those who were being saved. We need the word, we need message, but in there it didn't say that the the disciples did some great preaching and that's how the church was added and the people were added. We were loving one another. We were building community, communing together. That's part of it, but I'm talking about having church and being church and coming together with that. I'm not saying we need to sell everything. I'm not I'm going to repeat that. I'm not saying we need to sell everything. This is where they were because, oh my goodness, the Holy Spirit just blew the roof off of that upper room. And they had to go tell somebody. And because of that glory, it in initiated organically a love for everybody around them. Those who knew about what just happened and those who didn't know, which was the good news that they needed to spread. So that's where community and church began. I've used this example a few times, maybe not in church but, or service, maybe in meetings. So what, what makes, and it's, I'm not condemning, please, because I have what I'm about to say. What makes a grown man or a grown woman spend about 200 to $150 on a team jersey, the Patriots, Celtics, and it doesn't even have their name on the back? Because they want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. It's an inherent design that we have, a DNA, a DNA in ourselves. And I'm not condemning that. If you have that money to do that, that's great. But that's a lot of money to put something that isn't a name on the back of yourself. Let's talk about the word belong. The definition belonging is the property of, meaning we belong to Christ, and he is our king and through citizenship. Another definition for belong is to be a member or part of a particular group or organization or class. A healthy church is defined how wide their doors are open in the front and not closed. Hmm. That may mean anybody might come in. Part of knowing you belong is great, but knowing where you belong is equally important. You may be called to FCC, Faith Christian Center. Or you may be called to another church. That's okay. But I hope you get from today's message, you need to find out where you're called. where Where you're called. And you have to understand, the calling is not an anointed calling. That's another thing for ministry. That's there too. But the calling we're talking about to a church is a church where... You will be able to, I said earlier, find value that God wants you to find and then bring that value that God wants you to bring. They both work harmoniously together. And if you're doing that, you will be fulfilled. You will be fulfilled. The problem is if you only. Here we go. The problem is if you only come to get value. You're not half a Christian, but you're not at your full potential. So I hear, uh, and I love everybody. Please, and I have my own mistakes, but I hear I gotta be fed. I gotta be fed. I gotta be fed. I gotta I gotta be fed. That is important, but that's half of your Christianity. You have to bring value too. Otherwise, if all you want to do is be fed, you will begin into a consumer mentality. And eventually, over time, without knowing it, dear good Christians, without knowing it, inadvertently. You will freeze yourself and only to receive an ecocentric gospel, which is about me, myself, and I for a party of three. It's not easy. I'm not all there yet either, guys. But they just gave me the mic today, so. (laughs) Love y'all. Even if you're an introvert or extrovert, you are part of a community. It doesn't matter. And, and, And even if... You find out that nobody cares about me, and that may be a real feeling. Maybe you need to step out and care about somebody else. Some of our growth is God wants to stretch us, stretch us, and do the opposite of what would make sense at times, to grow. Being personal, man, if we can get personal, being personal and kind in this room, imagine what we can do outside sometimes. Knowing that we're here. Humanity is that bridge. Not always a protest sign. Humanity saying, I know some everybody's somewhere. And it's my job through the Holy Spirit to find out how I can connect. Community. The Webster De- definition. A feeling or fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goal. In that fellowship, there is love from God that works between each other. Community. First John 1 John 1.7, can we put that up? This is, I want to spend a few minutes here. But if we are living in the light, as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sins. There's a lot there. So if we're living in the light, Christian, Christ follower, and God is in that light as well, then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sins. Fellowship. Fellowship. Fellowship is bearing and being transparent with one another. Fellowship is being there for the other person when they need something. Fellowship is sacrificing my, I got to be somewhere, but maybe I'll stay and hear you, what you're trying to tell me right now. Fellowship. I struggle with this word because I thought it was an old Christianese word, but it's actually something that we do every Sunday, Wednesday. It's important. Go to 1 John 4, 7. Again, talking about building community. I think I used this scripture last week, and there's no such thing as a reused scripture, so let's read it. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God... So, like I think I mentioned this last week, too. Don't feel the pressure. Because if we are to love one another in community, it's going to come from God. So, we just need to open our heart to it. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. And knows God. Love is a choice, but it requires a commitment. <laughs> the choice that I am commanded by Jesus, my creator, to love you. To love is one definition I lean into much, is to have the best interest or well-being of another person at all times. So in that choice, it's easy to fill the commitment at that point. Community is also a place where we bring our gifts and talents to the altar. Not for anybody's self-gain or our own agendas, but to serve to receive what God has for us and those around us. There are some of you that will not commit to community that are in this room. No condemnation, that's all right. But at some point over time you're going to end up being a solo Christian. And I don't think those two, two words work together really well. Ecclesiastics, talking about better together more. Ecclesiastics 4, 9 through 12. We know this. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person fails, falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. All the married couples said amen. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better. For a triple braided cord is not easily broken, Amen. broken. Amen. Faith Christian Center, like many other churches, their mission should be Matthew 28 and Ephesians 4. Matthew 28, as Jesus was about to ascend, he told his disciples, Go and make disciples. Teach what I've taught you. And then Ephesians 4, that a church community is to help through leadership and those that are around you to help equip one another to do the work of the ministry. Not just in this campus, but out there more especially. To equip one another. That's our mission. Now our vision may be different than other churches. Our vision is how we see walking out that mission. Our vision is comes upon the calling of where we are too. Demographically, geographically, economically, So Faith Christian Center, so we just want to breathe out the difference of mission and vision. So the vision of Faith Christian Center may not be to create a soup kitchen today. That's a great calling, amen? Amen. But it's just not our vision. Some of it is because we don't, we're not downtown, there's just different things like that. Some churches have worship services that are two and a half hours long. That's maybe what they're... That's their vision. Fulfilling their mission. Ours over the years has been a very teaching church. It's in our vision. Reaching, teaching, and connecting. But not everybody's called to every church. The purpose of any church is to help build Jesus' kingdom on earth. Not by brick and mortar, but by building people to follow that kingdom and help discipling them. And that's for you and I. If we are truly following Christ and we are glorifying God, we are becoming more like Christ. So there's much more than just a service on a Sunday. We're called to shine his light in the other communities around us. Love where hate is expected. Church is also a place where we stand for truth. Uncompromised. Uncompromised. But we also present a relational God at the same time. Speaking it and delivering it in love. A place where healing can happen. We've seen that. A place where we are making disciples. And discipleship happens, as I said, not just in a Sunday Wednesday service. It happens, it will happen soon in a small group. It will happen in our personnel uh, ministries which are ignite, flourish, and extraordinary marriages. What also can happen is we can stretch one another, make us all grow. It may not all come from a pastor all the time. It may come from the person to your left and to the right that are challenging you to grow and go deeper in Christ a church is where people need to be planted. We've heard that term before. What does that mean? That I am planting my roots through my choice, my free will to absorb anything, the nutrients of what this church can provide and then also flourish to be a great example to others. The enemy does not <laughs> is not worried when you raise your hands in church. It's from his facade the enemy is not worried if you learned another Bible verse. He's, when he becomes worried is when you change lives out there. Amen. And if he can get people to hop around at different churches, what they like, my beautiful, charismatic kindness of personality, and I'm being sarcastic, you know, whatever again listen when people hop around at different churches the enemy loves it because you're never getting planted because you're never going to get the true value that is the nourishment that will come to you nor will you ever bring any value because you're hopping around and it's the silent cancer of the church and the enemy loves it he doesn't have to do anything because we're still geared towards what I like, what I like, what I like. It does not exempt leadership in a church to do what they want, but only follow God. But it does need to put some ownership of people that are listening and attending that it ain't all about you all the time. Man, great encouragement again, boy. But I'm seriously, if we can get in this, because if you can, if you can get planted then there's a lot of great benefits that come with it. And it has nothing to do with how great the pastor is or not. It's a spiritual ordination on over whatever that church is doing. So if you can get planted, you will have protection because you're submitted under an umbrella of a leadership under a church doing your part. As the shepherd, in our case, pastoral teams lead, you have protection through that. A church should be where you can feel at home, too, when you're planted. That if I'm really having a bad day and you ask how I am, I'm not going to glorify the bad day, but I'm going to tell you I'm having a bad day. Could you pray for me for a minute? Not to the pastors, it's amongst yourself. Romans twelve four verse 5, 4 through 5. Just as our as Paul, just as our bodies have many parts, of each part has a special function. We've heard this many times before. Keep going. So it is with the Christ body. So the church as a whole, the church family, we are many parts of the body, and we all belong to each other. So I please don't hear this. I'm not preaching protectism at Faith Christian Center. But if my brother and sister at the church ABC down the street needs help, we'll give them the shirt off our back if we have to, because we're family, right? Part of the body of Christ. Two components I just want to end on, then we're going to do something. That if you're planted in a church, I I, I think these are benefits. One is you have an opportunity to serve. Notice I didn't say we had a need. You have an opportunity to serve. because This is part of your growth. I know I'm losing some people in a minute, but that's okay. And the other, you benefit from the effects of the church you're planted in. You benefit from that. What do you mean, Pastor? Well, what the church does, you're getting benefit from that. Faith Christian Center has been amazingly blessed financially for the forty-plus years. Amen, amen. With this building, is debt-free. Okay, so you get to benefit for what we do financially to others. Can I tell you? Can I gloat? During COVID 19, the community connections groups served thousands of people more than we ever have before with needed events. Missions and global missions, locally and globally. I'm going to say it. I'm not going to tell you the exact amount, but it's over $15,000 a month we give to missions locally and globally. But that's because of you. You're part of that effect. I'm going to be in uh, L.A. at the Dream Center in a few weeks. And we, if ha- you heard of the Dream Center? It's like taking, and these are all wonderful organizations, taking Providence Rescue Mission, Crossroads, about a thousand food pantries and putting them all together and serving the greater L.A. population and bringing more discipleship where people are not just given a fish, they're given the rod. And, but, but follow me. You know what we did? You were part of that. We're going to go see it because... Pastor Sam, way back when, when they needed funds, we gave more than 80. I'm not even going to finish the number. 90. We gave more to help build this. Thousands, I'm talking, of dollars. And you have an effect still getting that, being planted in part of Faith Christian Center and that generosity, and that generosity. We are affecting a lot more lives than you can see on a Sunday or Wednesday. And you're part of that. You're part of that. You're part of that. I was just, we had an email from George to tell us last week, uh, whose missions, new missions. Thank you, Pastor Ray. New missions, and he's going to be here in July. So he reminded Pastor John us, he sent us an email with pictures that we helped build a church down in the Dominican, yeah, Dominican Republic. So I was going to show these pictures, we just didn't have time, but there's like 100 kids and adults worshiping the Lord on their knees and you were a part of building that church you were yes which eventually leads to legacies of things down the road i'm still i'm almost done gloating because of you because of your generosity we've also helped local churches in big times of needs i'm not going to name their names some of you may know them Because we've been blessed to be a blessing. But you're part of that effect. You're part of that effect when all those things go on. Another great ministry that we talk about often is Seacon Christian Academy. You're a part of that. We are discipling and well-educating many children in this campus from Monday through Friday. Not just telling them that 1 plus 1 equals 5. You guys still listening? 1 plus 1 equals 2. Right? But that they're called into excellency and be leaders following Christ in their lives. And I would say it's probably about 60% easily are not families that go to our church. So we're investing into those communities that happen Monday through Friday. But that's part of your generosity and your effect. Of your effect. So being planted in the church. I will receive messages, be fed. But if I'm truly following Christ, I'm going to give and serve in different ways. And not just financially. Those are the given things. You guys have been so generous with tithes and offerings. But then of your time and energy. And then when the winds blow and things happen, wolves come through the back door because we're going to leave these doors wide open, by the way. You can be protected with the leadership and the shepherding that will happen. Will we make mistakes? Absolutely. But through God's grace... And the commitment and integrity that we have as a pastoral team, we want to help you grow into what fully God's calling you to be in your life. But you got to be planted somewhere. You got to be planted somewhere. So, Pastor Chris, has this been a long infomercial for something? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, the doors are locked, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. We love you. So I, from, that, from the message, you need to understand you belong. Whether it's a faith Christian center, or another church, wherever you go, don't just come and consume. Be part of the church Amen. that you're attending. God is waiting for that. God is waiting for that. There's many things in your lives that are, that are anchoring you down. But God just wants you to step out so he can step in. He will not violate your free will. He loves you so much. And like I said, everybody's somewhere. The enemy will feed our minds that say, oh, I shouldn't do that with the other person. I shouldn't step out and pray for the other person. I shouldn't do this. shouldn't do that. And that's just the enemy to hold you back from just being what God is calling you to do right now. So can you put the title up that we have on the back? I'm done with my sales pitch. No? I thought it was up there. Okay. Well, internally, our staff and our leaders have called this... Oh, there we go. Service Sunday. No amens. What the heck? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. So we're going to... Um, again, just thinking those ringings in your ears. You belong somewhere. We wanted to take the rest of this service to highlight some of our ministries, to see the opportunities that you could be a part of. Okay? And uh, when you leave, there's going to be some tables out there uh, from people in different ministries that you can talk to. We're not asking you to give your blood type today. We're not asking you to surrender your next born child. Uh, We're not asking you to make a career. We're just asking you to listen inside and step out, whether it's today or soon thereafter. You don't need need to pray, pray and fast to find out if you need to help out. It's part of your Christian walk. If you're, if you're a Christ follower, if you're, you want to stay a Christian comfortably, but that won't be comfortable in the long run, you know, but you need to step out. And we're built... See, here's the other thing. Some of you wonder why the church, why we're not full, or we don't have two services. Uh, Pastor John and the pastoral team and I have been talking a lot. I think we can't handle being full yet, that we need the help. And God's waiting for the well... Fed the well-believing, the the beautiful Christians that honestly want to follow Christ to just step out and help in these volunteer teams. You're not signing your life away. You may work one or two times a month to help and volunteer, but we want to encourage you that this is an opportunity. It's not a need. God will fill it. This is His church. It's not mine. Nobody's church. It's Collectively, we are here serving together. So there will be tables out there I'm doing this right now before, if I forget because I'm going to do something else. Um, then there's brochures out there you can take that list all the ministries. And how many of you know what a QR code is? Don't be embarrassed if you don't raise your hand. I just learned. Okay. So we need. Okay. QR code is this weird thing that could be on your forehead during 666. But anyhow, it's a separate thing. So a QR code, if you take a picture of it, it's going to take a picture on your phone or take the brochure. It's going to lead you to a web page. Uh, where you can just fill out some basic information if you want and just say, I'm interested in maybe getting more information on this ministry. I said just information, okay? We don't have a sales team that's going to follow up. That was me earlier, okay? You're going to have leaders in these ministries that call up and say, what kind of information can I give you? Here's, you know, where your opportunity is. Just let us know if you want to help or not. So no pressure. But the times are where we're in, (laughs) You know, and God is waiting for His church to rise up. <laughs> so we encourage you. So what I'm going to do right now is we pre-selected a few uh, volunteers that have been serving. Can they come up because I'm going to ask them some questions, and I hope you guys listen. So if we've, t- we've talked to a few of you, please give them a hand of applause because they) It's a tough crowd, guys, so just be, be careful. No, no, it isn't. All right. Well, thank you for coming up. Thank you for coming up. Cheryl, how are you? So I'm going to pass the mic around. I didn't give them questions. Pardon?
1: I'm look going to go down here? the back.
0: <laughs>
1: okay.
0: I'm just kidding. Now, so I just wanted you guys to hear their heart of why they're serving, uh, maybe some specifics of how long And uh, just so you can hear from that, and uh, we'll go from there and just see what the Holy Spirit's doing. No pressure, so. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What is your name?
2: What is my name?
0: Is that on MC Mike? Okay. My
2: name is Cheryl, and I've been a member here at Faith Christian Center for over 17 years. Yes. I came here because I was invited by my friend, Norma Miller, who many of you know, the Miller's family. The first time I came here and walked through the doors that you were talking about, and the pastor was preaching, the altar call was given, and I came up, received the Holy Ghost, went into the prayer room, and I never looked back. From that point on, Faith Christian Center became my home. Many times when Pastor John preached, he would talk about being followers for Christ, fishes of men and casting your net. I remember that distinctively. And he talked about going out into the world and preaching the gospel and bringing people back to the Lord by having them come here at Faith Christian Center. Another time what I witnessed, how much time do we have? Not (laughs) enough, not enough for you. (laughs) Another time I witnessed Pastor John again doing something that opened my eyes to Christianity and serving. You were bringing all of the pastors, you were talking and preaching about Jesus washing the disciples' feet and you brought all the pastors up here on stage, had a basin with water, washed their feet, and towel dry them. How awesome was that to know what the meaning of serving and being humble and servant-like. That opened my eyes to what I should be doing for other people. When the calling was on my life to serve here, in the Welcome Center, I took the opportunity when the pastor called me. I knew nothing about anything in church because my background, where I came from, 50 years plus, I was Catholic. And you all were opening my eyes to something that I've never, that was never taught about or discussed in church. I valued everything that you were saying. And from that point on, I would wake up in the morning, 3.30, open my Bible, and just read. And eventually, God was revealing things to me that I have never heard or seen before. It moved me in many different ways. That calling was so strong on my life, I'd never stopped reading my Bible. Listening to the Word, being fed here, and going out in the streets and doing what God has called me to do. I'm faithful. I take the word very seriously. I'm obedient to the word, and I follow through by actions. I go out there, and I try to do my best. He leads me, and I follow. And I'm telling you, if you decide to serve at Faith Christian Center, because what that has done for me, this is my second home. And by serving, I have a lovely family here that I can talk about. Before I would just come in, because I have no relatives in Rhode Island, sit here, be fed, and go home. Now I have this family I can talk to. I have people that I can text and call and help people in need. Thank you all for giving me this opportunity and welcoming me at Faith Christian Center to do what I'm doing today.
0: I didn't need to do a message. You should have done it. Why did not you tell me you're doing that? We love you.
3: Keith. Good morning, Saints. Uh, my name is Keith Simmons. Uh, I've been coming to Faith Christian Center for well over 10 years now. Mm. And I had been receiving and receiving and receiving. And I've learned a lo- an awful lot from coming to Faith Christian Center. Mm. And... I felt that it was time for me to start giving back other than my tithes and offerings. And so I served in the Welcome Center for a period of time and that just really wasn't for me. Uh, I'm not one to be out front, although I'm out front right now. Uh, And I was out front on Wednesday. But, um, you know, it, it just wasn't for me. And I don't believe that anyone was disappointed because I tried it and it just wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. And so now um, I'm serving in media Mm -hmm. and I'm a camera operator and that's the fit for me. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy it. And those who know me more closely know how much I enjoy operating the cameras. And I didn't have any experience at all uh, operating a video camera. Uh, They trained me. And, um, you know, I've been doing it for well over a year now, and I really enjoy it. It's my fit. It's where I need to be. In fact, uh, whenever there's an opportunity, if someone is out or whatever, I'm the first one to raise my hand because I want to operate the cameras. I enjoy it. I love it a lot. And for me, it is, a, it is an honor and a privilege to serve here at Faith Christian Center. Uh, for me, I am serving God. And I'm serving God in God's house. And so that's, that's big for me. That's, that's really big for me. And I didn't have any experience. And they trained me. And um, Mike keeps putting me on the schedule. So I guess I'm doing, doing okay. okay I guess. Uh, or sign. maybe it's because we don't have enough camera operators. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, Keith.
0: So Don and Kathy, um, this is a couple that serves
4: together. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Good morning. Um, I'm Don, and this is my wife, Kathy. Uh, we've been coming here since uh, October of 2000. And in 2001, uh, we were uh, greeters, and we were greeters here until COVID. And it was a ministry that uh, truly loved, truly loved. It was such a blessing to meet people and to greet people, uh, to get to know and connect with so many people through the years. Keep there's one of them. I'm a, a, a good friend. And um, not only just uh, socially, uh, but also uh, to pray for people and to encourage people. So it was truly a, a, a real uh, blessing to have that privilege to do that. And then when COVID hit, everything got turned upside down. And then after we were away from the church because of COVID and stuff, uh, when we came back, Um, I just assumed we would go back into that uh, ministry. But while we were here, it just never felt like that was where we were called to go back to. But we knew we wanted to serve, but we didn't know where. And then one week, uh, Pastor Chris, I believe, uh, mentioned about um, the cafe. They needed people. And as we were riding home, my wife said, I think I'm going to sign up for that. And I had felt the same thing. And we've been on that for a year and working with Charles and Claudia with that great patience and understanding. Um, it has been truly a, a privilege and a blessing to be a part of that. Uh, not only just to hand out a cup of coffee or a smoothie or something, but also just to meet people and stuff. So we totally enjoy doing it. And i, and I repeat what uh, Keith says. Um, It really is an honor and a privilege to do that. When I think of our Lord and knowing what he knows about me and where I've been and my failures and what he would do for me to um, die on that cross and then to call me to follow him. That is the best privilege and I am so grateful for it. And so for me to just serve in just a little way, it's, uh, I'm just grateful. And I thank God for that. Amen.
5: I just want to share just a little bit what it's like in the cafe. Um, it's, it's a great job. Um, we serve uh, probably once, once a month. Um, or uh, maybe twice, but anyway, not not a lot is what I'm saying. It's not um, a great commitment. Um, Claudia and Charles and, and Jean at the beginning taught us everything. It's so professional in there. Everything's just spick and span and it's, it's a beautiful place. And um, uh, now they're um, kind of watching us make sure that we do it right. But, uh, and uh, there's usually four people that work in there. Um, it's um, all by donations except for the smoothies, um, so which is so nice. Um, and they serve uh, coffee, tea, hot chocolate, um, muffins. And you see people coming in after the service. Maybe they've invited a guest or something, and you see them sitting there. And uh, it's just a blessing to me to see that. Um, you know, the young people coming in. It's, it's just a very nice, upbeat job and um, I love it and I just you feel like you have a purpose. It kind of anchors you to your to your church body and it's just like kind of being in a family with kind of chores. It makes you feel in the family like you have a purpose. You're not just there just there, you, you have a purpose, and you're a functioning part of something, and it is something bigger than yourself. And so, it's been a blessing uh, to me, and to serve with Don as well. And he tries to correct me sometimes, but you know, uh, I, know I look right. to Claudia and Charles, and uh, they're my bosses, not him. So, but it's great. So, come in, have a cup of coffee, and uh, if you feel like signing up, it's a, it's a great, great ministry.
0: Thank you, Kathy. Good
5: morning, church. My name is Aisha.
2: I serve in the children's ministry. I started here, I believe, in 2016, and I started serving shortly after I joined. Had I known public speaking was going to be part of that, I would have quit. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But um, I enjoy it. I love children. I love what I do. And I believe that serving is a key component Mm. To spiritual growth. Mm. And not mm. just growth in ourselves or the one that we're serving, but in his kingdom. Yes. And, you know, when we raise him up, we rise with him. So I encourage anyone mm. who's going through a uh, dry season spiritually to serve. And mm. I promise you, you're going to see that growth.
0: Mm. That's good. Good. That's Pastor, good. Ray. That's Pastor Ray. Pastor Ray. Okay, if you're not going to preach, that's
3: fine. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to preach at this moment. Um, <clears throat> please don't discount, uh, you know, people who have jobs that are, are serving in manners that um, you may not think that they're that important. When I first came here, Don and Kathy met me at the door. This was my first time. They met me at the door. They smiled at me. They shook my hand. They asked me my name. And that was big for me, because this is the first church I've ever been to. And they met me, and they greeted me, and I become friends with them, and I just love them. Yeah. And, they, and all they
0: were doing was just showing their heart, and I, I really appreciate that. Great. Well, thank you, everybody. I think in everybody's uh, dialogue, I didn't even have to ask any questions. This was great. Um, they breathed out teaching, reaching, and connecting. Yeah. And all that if you were listening. So thank you guys. Thank you. So just quickly, I thought I had a brochure, but the ministries are they're uh, ushers, greeters, welcome center, common ground, uh, Rural Rangers is a big part of it here on campus that I forgot to mention earlier. Uh, media, uh, do do, do, do. whats you? Worship, oh my goodness, yes. We need help and we need some worshipers up here too to help. Uh, any, did I forget anything else? No? A new pastor? No, I'm just, I'm just What? Somebody was serious there. What? Community connections as well, that's very important too. So there's a lot. There's tables out there uh, we're about to dismiss in just a minute. Can you guys stand? Also another announcement. There's a flourish prayer on April 4th. First, okay, don't miss that, their, their monthly prayer here that they do on Saturday mornings. You can check out the Flourish page if you need to. I, if, you, if you've been here today and you don't know Christ as your personal Savior or relationship, you don't have that relationship, but you notice something different in this service than maybe you've ever experienced before, and that's, that's the love of Christ amongst ourselves, actually, than anything else. And uh, he loves you so much. Um, you know, we're born into this fight uh, that is uh, following and being with God or not being with God. And uh, it doesn't take much to find which which side of that you do. And the great divider of that is sin in our lives, okay? And uh, Jesus came to break that divider where you can follow God because we're born into that fight to try and get to him. So if you don't know Christ, I would would... Plead you. I'm going to plead here. You need to come up front right when we dismiss because we have a prayer team here. They can pray with you. I'll pray with you. Some other pastors are here. Pastor Ray will pray with you. It's it's something that we want you to do. It's a simple prayer, and then we want to give you a Bible and some material. If you're online, I didn't address you yet. If you're online, whether you know Christ or excuse me, if you don't know Christ, you can call our office tomorrow, 508-336-4110. Somebody will be in the office that can pray with you and get some material. Don't put that off. We are not guaranteed, never mind tomorrow, but next week. We are, not we are. not eternity awaits. So make that decision sooner or later. Online people, because this has been talking about serving. Some of you can't get off the couch. I understand that so you can serve with giving and what have you do but there's some of you watching that may not live far away that could be in this room be in the be, it's hard to consume community online it's 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 a good part but it's not everything so we'd encourage you if you can be here at a church service come to it all you can if you can and experience even the love I'm feeling in this room as I'm winding up it's phenomenal and what we want to be here for you as well in this this uh, at faith christian center I don't want to end with a song. I want to end the way we used to in, I think, worship before. You need to at least find two people, hug them, and say how much God loves them, and then we'll unlock the doors. (laughs) And then, and then, please, take the time. There's free coffee out there. There's candy. Hang out and look at the tables and grab a brochure, please, okay? We love you. Greet somebody in Jesus' name. (laughs) But he might leave the room, though. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
1: Some days life feels perfect, other days it just ain't working, the good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between, so it's crazy. Twisted other days my thoughts just fall. Say, raise your thoughts a little higher. Use your words to inspire trouble.
6: windows, home bar stools, and back rope pews. I ran to one more than the other, but I couldn't outrun you. Trying to fill up all the empty, trying to numb the pain inside, thinking you'd never forgive me for all those Saturday nights. But thank God for Sunday. Freedom on my face really is a new beginning, really is amazing grace. Thank God. God for Sunday morning, thank God for Sunday morning. Every time I try to make it on my every time I try to stand, and start to fall, and all those lonely roads that I've traveled
1: on, and there was Jesus. When the life I built came crashing to the when the friends I had were nowhere to be man. I couldn't see it then but I can see it man. Well there was Jesus